Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, April 21st, and this is your FT News Briefing. We've got an update on the war in Ukraine. We'll find out about Algeria's struggle to supply more energy to Europe. And Mexico's populist president failed to get state control over the electricity industry. So we went for another resource. Plus, there were celebrations in U.S. airplanes after a judge struck down the government's mask mandate for transport. We'll look at the fallout. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Ukraine has access to 20 more warplanes thanks to a transfer of spare parts facilitated by the U.S. This will boost Kyiv's firepower against Russia, and it comes as Moscow has launched a renewed offensive in eastern Ukraine. Here's our defense and security correspondent, John Paul Rathbone. We haven't seen Russia yet unleash the full forces of its army, and there are several reasons for that. But some of the shelling has been really intense, both of the Ukrainian armed forces positions, and also um, in the west around Lviv and other areas where Russia is trying to stop the supply of Western arms getting through to the Ukrainian army. So, John, in the, in the first stage of this war, Russian forces were, as you put it, they, they were mauled. Um, there was low morale among troops, and, and Moscow was going to reboot its forces. Um, what's happening with that now? Well, there's, there are a lot of questions here about whether Russia can unleash the full force. And the idea was, or one theory, was that the Russian forces, which are now unified under a single commander, they'd get their forces together, they'd move them south to the Donbass and launch this full-scale offensive. Instead, what seems to be happening is the Russian forces are being filtered in piecemeal into this new offensive. And how effective these fighting forces will be remains an open question. But what there has been in a worrying sign that the Russians have got their logistics and their, their tactics a bit better sorted out is some very heavy shelling and an air-to-ground fire, which has made life for the Ukrainian forces often hellish. So what's Russia's new strategy in Ukraine going to mean on the ground? Yeah, so the first the first phase was sort of guerrilla style attacks on the Russians, um, and and blitz, and lightning raids by the Russians, which were then um, attacked by guerrilla style forces by the Ukrainians. And this is more going to be artillery, lots of tanks maneuvering against each other, air cover, um, uh, fixed positions, trenches. You've got all types of drones. You've got those that can target and, and fire on ground forces. You've got loitering munitions, so-called, which can hover over a potential target for 40 minutes or so and then do a kamikaze dive and they blow up whatever is below them. It's too early to say what the lessons of, the, of this war will be, but uh, one has been the importance of drones and the importance of anti-tank weapons and how Russia has failed to tactically rearrange their approach to dealing with that kind of threat. John Paul Rathbone is the FT's defense and security correspondent. Europe's plan to wean itself off Russian energy has put a spotlight on Algeria. Earlier this month, foreign leaders, including Italy's Prime Minister Mario Draghi and the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, visited Algiers to discuss energy security. The FT's Hiba Saleh reports it won't be easy for Algeria to increase supplies. Algeria does not have 
extra supplies of natural gas that it can uh, send to Europe, or it does not have sizable quantities of extra gas. It has, of course, the potential to produce more gas, but it can't step in right now and fill the gap. Hiba, right now, is Algeria seeing any benefit from higher energy prices, higher gas prices? Algeria can get higher prices for the oil and gas that it already exports. So it does benefit, of course, because of the increase in prices. And it benefits in another way in that people are looking at Algeria again as a potential place for investment to develop its oil and gas resources or its natural gas resources uh, more specifically to supply Europe. So there will still be interest in Algeria. The issue is, can companies work there with relative ease? It has been difficult for companies to invest in Algeria in the past. And that's one of the reasons why Algeria doesn't have extra gas to import is that we're talking about years of underinvestment in its resources. And of course, its own consumption of natural gas, domestic consumption has been rising. So reducing the quantities available for export. Hiva Saleh is the FT's North Africa correspondent. In the U.S. this week, a judge struck down the Biden administration's mask mandate for public transportation. It was meant to stop the spread of COVID. The ruling led to scenes like this one posted on Instagram. Here's a Delta Airline pilot announcing the news. The Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. Now, if passengers were relieved, so were airlines. Here's our Washington correspondent, Kieran Stacey. There is not a single airline that I can see that has kept any kind of mask mandate in place. Everywhere has taken them off right now. Uh, They were all lobbying very heavily to have the mandate taken off, so they were ready to get rid of it as soon as it came. But it will be interesting to see what happens because if we do see another spike in the next few months, Uh, It could well be airline crews that suffer. And are they going to suffer staffing shortages right at the beginning of peak season? That would be very, very difficult for them. Now, now we should say last night, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, uh, announced that it was going to appeal. It was going to challenge the ruling by the judge. So this, this story isn't over yet. But in the meantime, do airlines expect that lifting the mask mandate will mean more people flying, less people flying? You know, what do they see as the benefit? I assume they expect more people to fly, which is why they've been lobbying so heavily to get rid of it. I'm not sure why they expect that, to be honest, because I think people who want to and need to fly are flying now. And the fact that every airline had to do it meant that there was no point of differentiation. It was not like people were flying Southwest because Delta had a mask mandate and Southwest didn't. So I'm not sure why they think that this is going to necessarily improve their business. Perhaps they think it'll improve relations with their staff, because this has been a very, very tense thing to have to police for a long time. But I, I yeah, I guess that the airlines think this, this will be good for business. I don't entirely see how, but um, it will certainly make flying, I think, for a lot of people more pleasant, but for some people less pleasant. Kieran Stacey is the FT's Washington correspondent. One last bit of news. Earlier this week, we spoke to our correspondent in Mexico about the president's effort to boost state control of the electricity industry. 
Lawmakers shut that plan down. But yesterday, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador responded by quickly nationalizing the country's lithium reserves. It's unclear how large Mexico's lithium reserves are. The only project underway right now has been run by a China-owned British mining company. It's unclear what will happen to that investment. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.